0: preseason basketball is just hours away so we preview miami's matchup versus the charlotte hornets and what to expect from that game but we also look into some possible lineups that we'd like to see throughout the season eric spolstra says this team is deeper than last season's so we put that versatility to the test on today's episode of locked on heat
2: you are locked on heat your daily miami heat podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
1: Alright, welcome to Locked on Heat, your daily podcast on Miami Heat. I'm Wes Goldberg, here's always the paper mill. However you might be tuning in on YouTube, Odyssey, or your favorite podcast app, thanks so much for making Locked on Heat your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at JaceMedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical.com. They play preseason basketball tonight, and we'll get to what we're watching for and what you should be watching for against the Hornets in the preseason opener in a bit. But first, we wanted to zoom out and take a look at some of the lineups that we're most interested in seeing early in the season. We're not necessarily trying to predict the best lineups here, right? But just the ones that we find most interesting or most important that we just most want to see. So let's just jump right into this. I came up with three of the lineups that I want to see David, you came up with three of your own. We have not shared these lineups. Let's just start with one of yours.
0: Yeah, I I just also want to add, apparently rotation discussion and lineup discussion is a lot more of a hot topic that I would have thought amongst our fan base after having some clarity over the last couple of seasons. Not really, by the way, but apparently a lot of fans tend to think that there are a lot of different options on this roster, much like what we've seen from Eric Spolster and his talk of versatility and stuff like that. There's a lot of different permutations of what we might be able to see from this group. So that's what led to this exercise. And I'm kind of curious to see what some of the lineups that you came up with. But but the first one I went with was something a little different. I don't even think it's realistic. How about that? Like, I just want to see this out there because I think it would be a lot of fun. I know maybe that's not, you know the, the best way of selling it but i just think it's going to be a, a, a lineup that could provide a little bit of everything but something that pops and that's why i'm calling it my all electric lineup so at point guard i've got nikola Yovich at point guard i think oh, that's please. right there getting that's crazy right, right away i love it right, that right there he's your point guard he brings the ball up he gets the, the offense set makes the right pass we saw him do it in the FIBA world cup i think it's a possibility as shooting guard Duncan Robinson spacing yeah. the floor, providing that crazy three-point shooting. And then these are my two athletic wings that I want out there. Caleb Martin and Jaime Hawkins. One of them is going to go flying in from the baseline for a crazy duck. Maybe both of them will. It's going to be insane. I'd love to see that. And then lastly, just for the defensive perspective, and the fact that he does bring a high level of athleticism, Bam Adebayo, I think, as our center. So it's a big lineup. It's a good lineup. It's a balanced lineup, I think, and much more balanced than you might think, but also – as I said, not one air exposure might be likely to tinker I,
1: with. I love, like, it's just crazy enough to work. That's what I would call it. Like, the just crazy enough to work lineup. Like, you're out of yeah. your mind, but maybe lineup. <laughs> There's um, something in there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry are taking the night off, so let's just do this in, in December kind of deal. But yeah. um, I have a very close lineup to this, and I think I was oh. trying to accomplish the same thing without, like, the level of maybe I have to go to an institution part of it. The <laughs> I have... I'm calling it the speed lineup, so not quite the electric lineup, but I'm calling it the speed lineup. Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Jaime Jaquez, Nikola Jovic, and Bam Adebayo. And by the way, I fiddled around with the three wings. I fiddled around with Caleb, Jaime, and Jovic, just the way that you kind of wanted to keep those three wings in there too because all those guys are going to run the floor. They're going to get out in transition. They're going to sprint. They're going to shoot threes uh, with with quick triggers, and I like all of that, Uh, except I just went with the more – you know, actual point guard with Kyle Lowry to run this show instead of uh, Nikolajovic, but I like it. I love having Nikolajovic on the floor with Lowry and Duncan Robinson and Bam specifically. And you throw Jaime in there, who's just going to sprint and run the floor and do his thing that he's going to do—three sixty yeah. dunks, perhaps. Like all that stuff <laughs> makes sense. I love the idea of Kyle Lowry in my in, in my iteration yeah. of this. Hit it, uh, with the hit ahead passes, getting them out to just like to basically these wide receivers. That would be Caleb, Jaime, and Jovic. Jovic, I know the, the playmaking and the three-point shooting, especially the catch-and-shoot stuff, uh, popped right right off the screen in the FIBA World Cup, and the stats bear it out. The other thing that I loved about Jovic in, in the World Cup was his ability to just jump passing lanes and just create opportunities for himself in transition. So I like having all of these guys on the floor together. You could throw Caleb into mine easily for any of those wings, but... I would love to see these young guys get on the court together and just run enough with the Jimmy Butler. Hey, I'm going to be patient. I'm going to post up. I'm going to bully you. I'm going to get a good shot out of it, but it's slow and it's going to be like with eight seconds left on the shot clock enough of that. I want to see these guys get crazy and just careen towards the basket and create something exciting. I don't even know if it's going to be good, but it'll be exciting.
0: So you got Nicola and Jaime along with who else in the front court?
1: I've got yeah, uh, those the two youngsters with Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo, and, and oh, Kyle. Bam, Lowry. Okay,
0: so you have Bam Bam's got to be Yeah, no, I mean that's all i've rim rolling. A lot of I, I think it, it, both of those lineups work. I mean, yours is more realistic in a sense yeah. that Spo is like, oh, I've got my floor. But I'm general, jealous, my... I'm
1: jealous how crazy you got to start this show. I'm jealous <laughs> of it.
0: But could that's you? It, but Bam it. would have yeah.
1: so much fun in that lineup again, like. He loves playing with Jimmy and all that stuff, and I'm sure. And that's ultimately Miami's best lineups. Obviously, have Jimmy Butler on the floor, but Bam right. has to be a little like Bam is such an athlete, right? Like, I it's like let the Bronco kind of get out of the let, let him buck, right? Like
0: let him he's, out. He told us, he told me, like like let the dog off the leash. Like that's yeah. what he wants. Yeah, that's exactly what it would be. It would more just speed be lineups with
1: Bam, more electric lineups with Bam. I'm into it. Um, yeah. Let's do. Give me one more of yours. We'll probably have to. We'll probably have to. uh tease into one of, to my next one but give me one more oh. on years,
0: yeah so i've got my my all defensive lineup again not particularly sexy i also but have I think... an all
1: defensive lineup okay we well, took yeah. very similar approaches to this maybe that shouldn't yeah. be that surprising
0: <laughs> so i've got josh starting it off jimmy butler caleb haywood highsmith and bam bio i think I that's the your best lineup. It's, well, I guess we're not teasing anything then other than the fact that it just—it makes a lot of sense. These are your five best defenders at every position. You've got versatility. Josh can go one through four, especially as teams go smaller. We know that Jimmy can go one through five. Bam can go one through five. Caleb has gone one through five, and so has Highsmith. So you've got a lot of different aspects there. Speed, versatility, switchability, everything that you might be looking for. Uh, I I think it would be a, a really workable and much more possible lineup.
1: Switches everything right away. It, it yeah. jumps in and switches everything. It could also play zone. You could put Haywood hmm. and Caleb or Haywood and Josh Richardson probably at the top of the zone and then yep. have everybody else switch. I think you're much more comfortable on the back line with Caleb, Butler, and Bam. So you put Haywood and Jay Rich maybe at the top of the zone to anchor it. Uh, you could, And that's just a 2-3 zone. We could see them go 3-2 zone. We could see them go 1-1-3 one, one, uh, on this, one yeah. two two. Like You can go in a lot of different iterations of this. I think this is a lineup that we will see, unlike your first lineup. I think this is a lineup that we will actually see at some point. It could, it makes sense. Um, It could even close games if Tali Hero is either injured or having an off shooting night or something like that. Or if they just need to drum up their defense a little bit, like this makes sense because you've got Josh Richardson who might end up starting at point guard anyway. And if we're talking about closing games, you're really running the offense at that point through Jimmy Butler and a little bit of Bam uh, in those final moments. Highsmith and Caleb, like if they're hitting their threes, this lineup has a chance to work. The problem is, it doesn't. It's not very dynamic offensively. There's not much dribble penetration, if if any. Like even what Jimmy Butler does, I wouldn't consider dribble no. penetration. It's more of like I'll get no. there eventually, penetration type of deal. Yeah. Um, Bam could facilitate from the top of the key and hit cutters. Caleb Martin's yes. a great cutter. Jimmy Butler's a very underrated cutter. I guess you would just station Josh Richardson Haywood's Highsmith in the corners. I don't know that any of them are proven as a cutter. Uh, Cause I don't know that they have that sort of athleticism, but it, it, it could work offensively if they find some tricks to, to kind of generate, like if spoke and kind of do his little spo magic and, and little spo fairy dust on this offense and make it actually score points at a reasonable clip, but defensively it's clamps, dude, like that's all clamps.
0: Yeah, no, it'd be a lot of fun, I think. And, uh, no, it, it, you're right. I think this is a lineup that yeah. we're much more li- liable to see throughout uh, at some point in the season. I, yeah. Interesting that we yeah. both went with this kind of same direction there. I I, this, I, I could you
1: and see- I are nerds, man. We want to see like good defense. Like we, we got things started in a fun way, just offense, speed, sprint the floor, and like now let's get back to our comfort zone. We want to see them lock some people up. Like I considered
0: Hawkes too for for briefly. I thought he might be a, a playable option He's the in the kind this,
1: of guy but, that could end up being in that lineup by the end of the season, but. Like maybe in, in Highsmith's place or something like that, or maybe even Josh Richardson's yeah. place. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that that's a little bit of another crazy thing. Jaime got some reps at, at at ball handling stuff in training camp. Not so much the point guard thing, but we'll see. We'll see what that what what that what that does. But I have an idea for what I think is legitimately going to be Miami's best
0: lineup this Ooh. year. We're gonna get to that next. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical, the Jace case. Provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes is to get a Jace case. is to fill out a simple online form. In some cases, you jump on a quick call with one of our board-certified physicians. You can get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment-related questions. Doctor-created, doctor-recommended. Listen, it's so easy for you to get these kind of medications. There's a shortage. If you just want them available to you and you don't have to worry about it, you've got a really convenient case that you can take with you wherever you go. If you're traveling, if you're in the car, if you're going on a road trip to go catch the heat somewhere, then Jace Case is the one for you. There's so many different options. You get the medications that you need, again, in an affordable, comfortable, and easy-to-take-with-you package. So get $20 off right now on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout. That's Jace Medical j-a-s-e medical.com and don't forget to use the code locked on
2: the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date Locked on NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Thanks for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. Every day is tune in after Tuesday's preseason opener against the Hornets for our analysis on what we learned about the Heat, reaction to what it is that they decide on their starting lineup and other takeaways from the game. Subscribe. YouTube. Your favorite podcast app. Do you mind if I get to one of my lineups here, David? No, I want to hear it, actually, yeah. I feel pretty good about this. I think this is going to be the Heat's best lineup this year. All right. So it wasn't necessarily Miami's best lineup and net rating last year, but the Heat's net rating stuff, like you look at the stats, you really got to kind of dig into it because they used so many different lineups last year. David, like, like the most used lineup played like 340 minutes or something. That's nothing, okay? That's nothing. So these net ratings, we're all talking about very small sample size. So you really got to look at it. You really got to look at it. And when I kind of dove into it, last year's best lineup was Gabe Vincent, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, Kayla Martin, and Bam Adebayo. That had an offensive rating of 118, a defensive rating of 101.3. That was plus 16.6 net rating, All right, So outscoring teams by almost 17 points every 100 possessions. That offensive rating to me is more sustainable. The defensive rating to me is absolutely elite, so I don't think it would be that good over a larger sample, but it would be good. Like that personnel, Gabe. Tyler, Jimmy, Caleb, Bam. That's a good defensive lineup, right? Even with Tyler Hero being a part of it. Obviously, Gabe Vincent's no longer on the team. So I just tried to find that version of that for this year's Heat team. Mm-hmm. And I just went with Josh Richardson and Gabe Vincent's place. To me, that's like the closest doppelganger to Gabe Vincent. It's, all right, hit threes, defend a couple of different spots in that backcourt, and then kind of mostly just stay out of the way, just uh, of Jimmy and Tyler and Bam and kind of let them do their thing. So I've got Josh Richardson, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, Caleb Martin, and Bam Adebayo. That's my prediction for what Miami's best lineup will be by the end of the year. Should not be surprising. I don't think it will be the starting lineup, although I think there are people that might think that Caleb Martin should start over Kevin Love. You and I agree. We we talked about Miami's starting lineup options on uh, Monday's show. Um, We think it'll be Kevin Love at least starting at Power Forward. It was almost like that bridge starter Mm -hmm. to what this is, which might be their best lineup.
0: I can see this closing a lot of games, too, a good balance there. Um, Yeah, I I think it it is absolutely something that we'll see pretty frequently throughout the course of the season because Caleb, pretty comfortable as other teams, as we've mentioned before. Again, you're not married to anything with either Kyle Lowry or Kevin Love in the starting lineup because you're going to be switching out because teams tend to go smaller throughout the course of the game. At the playoffs, again, barring any kind of unforeseen – roster change or anything like that this lineup will absolutely be out there for large chunks of time because there's a good balance because there's a good level of defense a good offense good just everything that you might be looking for balance of playmaking, veteran experience etc so that seems like a a really foreseeable and likely combination and maybe maybe their best one i think it could very easily be their best lineup there um good call on that possibly and probably
1: being the closing lineup the only player i would say is maybe on the fringe of that would be Josh Richardson. And it's only because we really haven't seen him closely for a few years now. So you can get to a point where maybe it's Tyler hero, Jimmy Butler, Caleb Martin, bam Adebayo, And then you fill in your fifth starter. Maybe it's Duncan Robinson. Who's having a hot shooting night. Maybe it's Kyle Lowry. Who's throwing in a vintage performance. Maybe it's somebody like Jaime Jaquez who pops earlier. Maybe it's even somebody like Haywood Highsmith whose yep. defense you just cannot take off the floor. Um, I think all of those could be options there. But right now, that's what I got. That's what I got.
0: What's your third lineup? My third lineup is my all-big lineup here. I've got Jovic again at point guard. Going crazy. With Josh <laughs> Richardson there alongside. That's the backcourt. Then, the starting or Point guard. Who cares? Whatever. Positionality doesn't exist anymore. Josh and Jovic are your backcourt. Jimmy and Bam are playing alongside Orlando Robinson in your front court, so I think you've got your balance of three point shooting, you've got your rebounding, you've got your ball handling, your play making, you've got your three point shot. Again, I think it, this is a, a a possible lineup. I don't again, it seems a little unlikely given the Jovic factor here. I don't think he's going to get that kind of consideration, although I do see him eventually being able to fill that role. But just having, I mean, I guess more realistically would be Josh and Jimmy as your backcourt alongside Nikola bam and orlando robinson in the front court so that's a, a good strange mix of players there
1: if you wanted to apply to nick nurse's coaching staff you could have just told me like you didn't have to use th- this podcast as your application you didn't <laughs> i don't understand why you're using this episode as your cover letter that's crazy that's absolutely crazy it's crazier than the first one you said uh, <laughs> it's it's so first of all I love that you put Orlando Robinson ahead of Thomas Bryant, only because that means you assume that that three-point shooting we saw in Vegas is going to translate yeah. to the NBA. And I think it I think it could if his release can kind of quicken up a little bit more. I think that there's that could be a thing there. And everybody's gonna go under on everything that Orlando's every screen Orlando Robinson sets. So he'll have time if he's actually popping in those in those things. But it's like who's running pick and roll with him? Is it is it gonna be Jimmy, I guess? That's yeah. running pick and roll with, with Orlando Robinson? Are you throwing this like cat go bear? Weird hybrid pick and roll off the, the on the right wing that the that the Timberwolves are experimenting with in preseason. Like Chris
0: Finch is an offensive genius. Why can't I follow in his footsteps? Okay, great, you're applying to Chris <laughs> Finch's staff too. Very good. Um,
1: I I like it. I'm glad you went with a double big lineup because I think one of us needed to to at least mention it. Uh, I do think we're going to see that. I think we're going to see it at some point. Uh, be, just because we didn't see it last year doesn't mean I like Spo wanted to get to. Omer Yurtsevin and Bam, at some point. He wanted to at least look at it. Maybe it was only going to be the preseason or early in the regular season, but he wanted to get a look at it. And this team isn't as small as the team that entered last year, obviously with Kevin Love being here uh, to start the year. But I think he's still going to want to get to it. Um, Orlando Robinson mentioned to us on Media Day that he would love to play alongside Bam Adebayo, that that's actually a goal of his this season is to, to get to a lineup like that. Uh, In the scrimmages during training camp, they have experimented with double big lineups, right? With Thomas Bryant and Orlando Robinson playing together mostly. Um, But it wouldn't shock me if they tried to get into some stuff with Bam as sort of your power forward. And either Orlando Robinson or Thomas Bryant spacing the floor from the five spot. Uh, They have rules in place. They have rebounding rules. They have floor spacing rules in place to make sure that they can maximize the spacing when those two are on the court. If they have two centers on the court together. Yeah, but like I said, I think I think I think we could see it in this preseason. I don't know that
0: it's tonight against Charlotte, but I think that they could. I think we'll see it at some point. Well, Charlotte's pretty small. I mean, we'll talk about how the two teams match up in the next segment. But I mean, I think if you're going to go and try and force an advantage there, it might be against a smaller Charlotte team or team that you're
1: just not even that scared of in the first place.
0: (laughs) Ah, that might be a mistake. That might be a mistake. Are you high on the Hornets? I. No, not necessarily. But I think, they're, I think they're going to pop early and then fade late. Classic Hornets. Um, all right, well, let's talk more about that matchup, what we're
1: watching for in the preseason opener. Uh, that's coming up next year on Locked on Heat.
2: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league – helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Thanks for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. Every day is tune in after Tuesday's preseason opener against the Hornets for our analysis on what we learned. About the heat, a reaction to what Spo decides on his starting lineup, and our takeaways from the game, plus hopefully credit cookies. Ooh, Make sure you're back. subscribed on YouTube and your favorite podcast
0: app. We're back with credit cookies. If you own a bakery, you could sponsor the credit cookies segment. We'd love, we'd love that. My my son would particularly would love that. Any, any <laughs> kind of cookie you could bring it to the family that would be great. He, he, he was most he was most interested in our Oreo cookie eating segment at yes. media day, and he wanted he watched it with joy. Uh, just this past weekend, and he really appreciated the fact. He didn't try the fork. He thought it was a little too wild, but I think he's more interested in <laughs> applying it at some point. That's some mad scientist stuff right there. We got to give Josh Richardson credit where all credit is due.
1: More mad scientists than some of those lineups you threw out. The, <laughs> jo- the, the, the Oreo on the fork lineups. That's what we should call them. Whoa! So, <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> the Heat opened the preseason against the Hornets tonight. Um, I, I'm trying to d- – I kind of want to do this uh, this season, David. I don't like straight game previews. You and I have talked about that sort of in our production meetings. Like, how do we yeah. want to talk about these games, especially in the regular season? And just like, do we really care? But I do think there's something to be said about being almost like a taste maker kind of thing. Like, hey, if you're going to watch these games, here's what you should watch for. This is why this game could be interesting. And I kind of want to get into some of those type of things. So I'm calling this segment right now just Taste Maker. And I don't love it. We could come up with a different name. I don't know what it is, like recommends or something like that, like watch list. I I don't know. But it's almost like the way I view this is like there's so many options today on streaming and things like that. Like our job almost on this show is to be like, hey, let 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 us tell you what to watch and what to watch for when you are actually watching this
0: (laughs) and. What's the, what is the, like the, 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 for you page. Isn't that something like the, the recommendations, the algorithm tells you what it is that you're most yeah. interested in or something along those lines, I think it might work too. It's like, this is what you want to watch. This is what you should look out for at the upcoming game. The algorithm, we can call it the algorithm segment. Nice. nice. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> so here's what the algorithm is recommending for you. Um, okay. a few things to, first of all, it's recommending this game. It's the first preseason game for the Miami Heat. I don't know how many of our listeners bothered watching preseason basketball over the weekend when there was a big Hurricanes game and you know NFL stuff on Sunday and all this stuff. But uh, it's the preseason opener for your Miami Heat Tuesday night. Make sure you watch, and then make sure you tune in afterwards for a reaction to the sh- to the game. But here's what I have in terms of what I'm watching. Right here's what my algorithm is is putting out here. First of all, who starts? That's going to be the main thing. We've talked about it at Nauseam, but we'll get at least a first indicator on what it is that could be Miami's starting lineup, as long as that there's not some sort of late scratch, which with this Heat team is always a possibility. Do not rule out the fact that Jimmy Butler might, 15 minutes before the game, be like, I'm not playing in this one. I don't expect that to be the case, but I'm not going to be surprised by anything. So I don't know what I want to spend a lot of time on who starts, but it is something that I'm going to be keeping an eye on, obviously even before the game, when we get the starting lineup announcement. So just... Worth putting out there. The other thing, David, I want to see how much of that Tyler Hero Bam at a bio pick and roll we see. Because the last time we saw this team with Tyler Hero, they were leaning heavily into that Tyler Hero Bam at a bio pick and roll. And then obviously Tyler hurt his hand in the first game of the playoffs, and then they they went away from that because he wasn't available. So I'm looking at that. I want to see how much that's used early in this game. And I want to see how much Bam is just facilitating from the top of the nail as well when Tyler Hero is either on or off the court. How much is Tyler Hero on the ball running pick and roll or sort of running around doing maybe some of that Duncan Robinson off-ball stuff with Bam facilitating at the nail? I'm very interested to see the evolution of the Tyler Hero-Bam out of bio two-man game. I'm going to be watching those sets very
0: closely. I uh, I think that's really interesting. I think... I think we can glean some things of value from these games. But at the same time, I also am going to kind of take the opposite approach because, for me, these games will not really reveal all that much of subsets. These are – Eric Spolster has traditionally and will always do so, with the exception of like the big three era because that was a spectacle that was larger than life and everybody just wanted to see those three players out there on the floor for the first – Time ever, yeah. I I think he uses these as like, you know, let's just kind of do something crazy. Let's let's throw a couple starters. Let's throw some other of these options. Like I, I will go to, to, so far as to say, like last year's first game in the preseason, your starting lineup was Caleb Martin, Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Ulmer Yurtseven, and Bam Adebayo. So we did get that double big lineup for at least one preseason game, and of course and unfortunately, got hurt and that we didn't go through that much more often. Jimmy did take that option of sitting out that yeah. first preseason game. It might happen again this time. Um, so I, I'm just kind of looking at it and saying, you know what? We, we saw many different starting lineups over the course of the last preseason. We'll probably see them again during the course of this preseason. There are going to be things that are going to stand out, though. And that's what I'm looking for is more about just a big play, a big moment there, like levels of recognition from Jovic, from mm. Hakez. Because these are the guys that we're expecting to provide that depth that that Eric Spolster keeps talking about. And for that to be the case, you want to be able to see small, heady, high-level, high-IQ awareness out there that they can be playable throughout the course of the season. It might not stick, and it might not be translatable for the 82-game season, but you at least want to see glimpses of it. And, And in some cases, like Hawkins, I want to see that athleticism. I want to see R.J. Hampton do something crazy out there because I think he'll get that opportunity. And if they go double big or if they go, you know, mixed and match in terms of whatever this roster versatility allows him to do so, those are kind of fun things to talk about. But it's hard to really look at Tuesday's game and say, oh, this is what we're going to see in March. This is what we're going to see in February. I totally agree
1: with you. But we are – you do have to start setting the foundation for what it is that we are going to see in March and April now. And and part of – one of the reasons, like you mentioned the double big lineup to open the preseason last year. That was specific. That wasn't just Spo being like, ah, screw it. It's preseason. Let's just have right. some fun. Like that, like Eric Spolster doesn't have fun. That's not like what he does. Not like with, not with coaching. You know what I mean? Like,
0: right, no doubt.
1: I, I think what you're always trying specifically with the lineups, if we're going to stay on brand on, on the theme of today's episode, David, it's like. You put five-man units on the court together because you want to see how they play with each other, right? Even if it's for only a few minutes, you want to see if there's some chemistry, if anything sort of becomes greater than the sum of its parts. And I think part of playing Omer and Bam to open last year was, hey, let's just get to this right away and see if it works against our opponent's best players, right? Mm -hmm. At least in a preseason setting, right? With that being sort of the caveat that you have to include. I'm very interested to see the lineups, like the starting lineup and whatever it is that Spo gets to. There's gonna be a reason why he wants to see those five guys together and how it is that they interact with each other. Great call out by you, Jovich Hawkes. This is your first NBA action. Let's see what it's about. Can you keep up with the speed? Can you keep up with this? Because this is a pre this is preseason for a reason. This is gonna prepare you for what it's gonna be like in the regular season. I think that's a great shout out. But in terms of yeah, I, I do hope that we see a little bit of hints as as to what it is that they want to do with Tyler Hero. What it is it that they want to do with Jovic and Hakez? They're not going to be playing them wildly out of their position, wildly out of their roles in preseason, because they've been drilling what it is that they're doing here. And they're using this to install sets. I think we'll see some, some maybe like drawn up plays, some sideline out of bounds things that could at least give us a glimpse as to what it is that they're trying to accomplish. And so that's the last thing I have here is just like the three point volume, not to get right yeah. back to this. Cause I felt like we talked about this every game in the regular season last year, David, but like, how how do they go about generating threes this year what's going to be the watermark that they're trying to hit all that kind of stuff because when you talk about heightening the ceiling of this offense i think you have to start with three-point shooting not specifically the percentages but but you want to get to
0: a certain amount of volume too i was just doing some quick research there jimmy butler hasn't played in the first game of the preseason since 2019 wow so- you probably won't see him versus your Charlotte Hornets tomorrow, <laughs> you know, as we're recording, or today rather, as we're recording this on Monday. But I think uh, it'd, yeah. be more
1: interesting. I would. I, I know. Yes. going to be. I know what Jimmy's. Yeah. Gonna be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. There are no questions. I mean, he he might he might take a couple of days. He might take seventy games off during the regular season. But we know in in April he's going to drop forty plus on somebody's head, and that's fine. <laughs> that, 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 that knowing that. Gives you a level of comfort that you can kind of go. Oh, you know what? We're okay. This is what this this is what the theme of the season is going to be. It's like through all the ups and downs and everything else. And as we're talking about all the bad stretches, because there will be bad stretches for this team, and that's just the reality of the yeah. NBA. Even the best teams will go through. Even the most dynamic teams, with the exception of maybe seventy three and nine Golden State, will have like a stretch there where you're kind of like, oh man, maybe they're not uh, maybe they're not as good as we thought they were. You know Miami is not seventy three and nine capable they're they're absolutely nowhere near there and we'll talk about that at some point as we gear up for the regular season uh, as far as our season predictions and things of that sort. but you know it, Jimmy can take tomorrow off and that allows other guys to step up to get those opportunities because this is really what's about for a lot of the guys on this roster, you're looking at making an impact for Jamal kane, you know who knows maybe he doesn't stay with his team for the next beyond the next couple of weeks. this is his, might be his last Kind of a sort lot of, of best opportunity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, yeah, I want to see them get to some of these other lineups too, maybe without Jimmy Butler. You can get to your all electric lineup or your just crazy enough to work lineup or your Josh Richardson eats Oreos with a fork lineup, whatever we're calling it. Um, I'm sure <laughs> we'll see something interesting. We will be there at Kaseya Center to cover it. We will have a recap after the game, immediately following the game. Uh, but for now, thanks for making locked on heat. Your first listen every day, Every dayers, make sure that you are tuned in, hit that subscribe button on YouTube, follow us